Hello and welcome to the JFG Podcast. It's episode 251. My name is Alex. I'm joined by my good friend Ash at uh, the hour of 5.43, buddy, on a Wednesday. Yeah. And, uh, How about that? Yeah, it's fucking cheeky. It's a cheeky time. I know. Cheeky time of the evening. What's, what's the diddly? What, what's going on here? Well, I'm on holiday right now. Oh! Yeah. Where, where are you off to? I'm off to Portugal. No. Oh yeah. I was meant to be off to Portugal, but yeah. obviously things happened that got cancelled. Um, Given. So I decided to still take the week off work, um, and now I seem to just be working on the house every day. Um, so far, things have happened. I've done some digging. Uh, I've, I've put up a radiator. I shifted a load of soil from the front to back. The, the, nice. The back garden where I pulled up the patio um, the other week. It's it's looking more like, you know, somewhere where you could have grass now with all the soil and stuff down there. I Lovely. So, sorted out the under the stairs shed. Not shed, like cupboard, I guess. Sorted out the shed as well. That was the, the next thing I was going to say. Um, yeah. I tested out all my brewing equipment. That all works, which is good, so... Uh, payday tomorrow. I'm gonna try and order a load of fucking hops and shit. Make some oh, beer. Oh, hello. Yeah, gonna be making some beer pretty soon. So uh, nice. I'm pretty excited about that, to be honest. Uh, been in the paddling pool nearly every fucking day because it's really hot. And it is quite hot, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's really hot. Um, so yeah, being in water. It's, it's it's pretty good right now, especially with a beer. Um, so yeah, that, that, I'm right with you there, buddy. I've I've been considering getting my paddling pool out, my famous <laughs> uh, indoor pool. Yeah, um, which I set up in front of the uh, the sofa, and uh, it's even easier now, buddy, because we've got a new coffee table, and it's uh, smaller than last one, and easier to maneuver. So uh, yeah, winner always an option. Yeah, Gibbon. That's all. Yeah, mate. I've done nothing of importance uh, this week. Um, yeah, obviously. Yeah, that's it, mate. What about you? Nope. Cool. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed being off for uh, three days rather than two. Oh yeah, it was a bank um, holiday, we, wasn't it? Yeah, we went on a very long walk. Nice. Um, through the countryside and. Uh, uh, away from other people, which at this moment in time is a very good idea. It's definitely a good so, idea. Uh, I've had so that's two barbecues as well. Oh, nice. This week. Lovely. It, I had some belly pork and uh, it was banging, uh, but it was covered in... It was meant to, like, the missus picked it up. It was meant to be like salt and pepper, like belly pork. I was like, oh, that sounds nice. I took a bite into it. It's like covered in chili sauce. I was like... See, Ooh. even better for me. No one else is going <laughs> to like this apart from this guy. He's fucking cleaning up. And it was absolutely banging. It was so good. Anyway, barbecue's a race. Fucking sounds beautiful. I'd probably have to sort of hang out the window if I wanted a barbecue. Maybe I could find some sort of little platform that I yeah. could, could put it on. Um, you could use... Could get... Was it on the podcast I was talking about? How you could hang a sofa out your window? You could do that with a yep. barbecue. 
Just sit go. out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Have a barbecue on a lap tray. Yeah. Hanging out the window on the sofa. <laughs> Definitely um, a safe way of I, doing it. I could use the raclette grill, perhaps, as what? a sort of vague barbecue substitute. That could yeah. work. Yeah. Things to think about there, at least. But uh, for the time being, buddy, it's a bit it's a bit early doors, but I'm sure you're drinking. So what Obviously. are you drinking this I mean, evening? I've already had uh, a Rhinebacker. Uh, Ooh, very nice. Main thing about being on holiday, daytime drinking's okay. Yep. I mean, I don't know how that works with having a holiday in your house and not being able to go anywhere, but I'm I'm sticking with it, buddy. Uh, but no, I'm on the I'm on the hobgoblin gold at the moment. I've got a keg, a mini keg. So I've got I've got two pints here because obviously I can't go back to the keg. Um, one's nearly gone. Happy days. What about you, buddy? It can happen. Are you? Uh, you're, um, obviously, you've just finished work, so you're like straight on the beer. Yeah, I finished work about 15 minutes ago, and now I'm drinking this at the moment, which is the Five Points Duper. Mm. Uh, it's a juicy pale ale with a bold, refreshing flavour of pineapple and mango. And uh, yeah, it's the Five Points Brewing Company, which I'm a huge fan of. Uh, they actually supply quite a lot of draft beer to my favourite pub, which has been closed for three months. Um, so I'm happy to make do. Uh, and my secondary beer, which I'll be drinking forthwith, buddy, is the Camden Pale. Nice. Uh, which I've always been a fan of. And yeah, looking forward to getting that down me shortly. So yeah, don't know go. if you noticed, mate. On, I got some pictures now, in the frames. Look at that. Yes, that does look different to before, where it was the same uh, piece of text in every <laughs> single one. <laughs> nice bit of Dunhill. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. It's Firewatch, isn't it? But purple and blue, and that's it. That one there. That one's got the tower in it and the moon. There you go. Visual oh, aids. About, uh, been thinking about reinstalling Firewatch recently and uh, Great playing game. through that again. It's mm. a fucking wonderful game. Talking about games. There you go. He I've knows. played a couple of games. Uh, firstly, I finished off Portal 2 because it's amazing. It's a great game. Yeah. So good. Like, it's the best game. I it's love a wonderful it. game. And it makes me think there should be more puzzle games that are better. And I'm, I was desperately trying to find other puzzle games. Obviously, there's loads out there which I'm, I'm going to be getting stuck into. Um, but I found I ended up playing Bioshock, like original Bioshock, not even the remastered version. <laughs> um, it was like what, on PC or on console. Yeah, on PC. I've got it on Steam. I think we bought all three of them or something. I don't know. I can't remember. Um. But yeah, I, I, I was like, yeah, I should, I should play that, and it can go up to 1080p, which is nice. Um, doesn't look great. It's an old game, though. I mean, these things happen. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty old at this point. Um, and um, yeah, it ran like balls. I don't know why. Oh shit! It ran. That's, <laughs> it was that's weird. Terrible. I had no, so many good. issues. First of all, I booted into it, and there was no sound. I was like, okay, where's, where's the sound? Like, there was sound in the menu, but then when, like, crash landed in the water, no sound. So, obviously, sounds... I, had to, I had to find out. It was I had to activate some kind of stereo mix input for some reason and relaunch the game. Windows 10 for you, buddies. 
Um, yeah, it yeah. sounds issues. Anyway, apart from that, doesn't it? <laughs> a little bit. Apart from yeah. that, that intro sequence still fucking holds up today. You know, I was yeah, yeah. obviously I said it looks like balls, but it doesn't really look like balls. Like when you when you're going around shooting stuff, like there, obviously there's limitations from back in the day, but that intro sequence is just. Oh my god! When you pop your head out of the water and you're like, "I'm still in the cutscene," am I? No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I still got that feeling. I was like, even though I knew, I was like, I can control this now. I was just like, "Fuck me!" So good. And the lighting—it's got such a mood. Yeah, the lighting uh, on like the whatever it is, lighthouse or whatever, just it is amazing. Absolutely stunning game. Um, for the for those bits there, um, and for the time, I, it makes me want to like reinst uh, or just install like the remaster, either on PC or PS4. I don't know because we've got both. I think haven't we? I think we have. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and just play through it. Um, I I like the first one, the fact that it hasn't got dual wielding. I know it, is, it was a massive step forward in video games when it was like holy shit, dual wielding. That's like the new thing. It's amazing. But having to switch between the two things, I was like, okay, yeah. This feels like a bit safer in a way. I don't know if safer is the right word. Maybe slower. Well, I think certainly it's a it's a game that um, has some pretty tricky combat in it. And I suppose the, the sort of enemies that it can chuck at you is limited somewhat when you're not dual wielding. Whereas they can go like buck wild just yeah. launching enemies at Everything you when, uh, when flying in Bioshock 2. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I, I think I I appreciate that more now than back in the day, which is good. And yeah, man, that game's, I don't know, it's still really dark and it scares the shit out of me. <laughs> like, I, you know, I'm not a fan of these scary games and I'm just like creeping around every corner and stuff like that. I'm just like, mm, ooh. But yeah, Bioshock, mate. Good I game. think that comes with that comes with the art style and everything. Like it just um, just creates such a mood. Mm, uh, it just makes you feel really uneasy. Yeah, um, which is how you're supposed to feel going through that world. But yeah, fantastic, fucking yeah. fantastic game. Apart from that, I've been hammering the wheel most evenings, uh, doing a bit of uh, Assetto Corsa on the PC, loving the mods, like just everything under the sun. I'm just like, I love it. I will have it. I will have it all day. Uh, and then obviously doing some F1 with you boys as well, which has been a hell of a lot of fun, I must say. Gibbons, buddy. Bit of sim racing. It's closest I get to exercise during these lockdown times, <laughs> so it's pretty important. Yeah. After I, I think I only played for like an hour and a half on Monday night, but oh, I was a bit sweaty after that. <laughs> not gonna it's a lie. bit warm at the <laughs> yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. I was that, sitting uh, next to my like back door with like the door wide open. I'm like, nope. There's no fucking breeze. There's no breeze. It is. It's really hot at the moment, and uh, yeah, top floor flat always gets really hot as well. And um, yeah, I mean that that Iron Man VR demo. I've, I've installed that, but the idea of putting that PSVR on my face oh, right now. Oh god, that's not, not what you want. Not really what you want. More of a winter activity. The VR. Yeah. <laughs> I find. Definitely um, funny. You know, obviously, if you're in a country where aircon is kind of a thing, you know, it's a thing, then fine. <laughs> but uh, not so. No, not so in this neck of the woods. No, I bought some fans. That's like aircon, isn't it? 
Close enough, buddy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Just blows the air around. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. All right. Uh, so that's me for games, buddy. What about you? Um, I've been playing. Well, firstly, Toy Box Turbos. I've completed. Uh, if he there is such it. a thing, it's got a career <laughs> mode. So I've I've golded all of it. Uh, so there. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that was that. That was really fun. Actually, uh, it's quite a good game. It's not a brilliant game, but it was a really fun distraction for a few hours. And um, yeah, I was always a Micro Machines fan. So uh, yeah, really fun. Old 360 game backwards compatible on my little shit heap. Uh, nice. Runs runs quite well. Uh, so yeah, that's that. Um, elsewhere, some survival games. Um, I may have mentioned last week that I've been dipping into the forest with the funk. Indeed. Um, yeah. Well, kind of got a taste for that, and you reminded me uh, that we may have Conan Exiles, which is another sort of uh, open world co-op survival game. Mm-hmm. Um, you're quite right. We do, uh, although <laughs> it wasn't on my purchase. It looks like I never bothered picking it up. When <laughs> you like that? Plus, that. Luckily, you you I did. did. So uh, yeah, like midnight the other night, I just I'm logged in with you and sent it to my console. Yeah, nice. Um, and yeah, so I, I played. Probably played like three or four hours of this thing, just like playing about with it, trying it out, and mm. um, yeah, it reminds me a lot of Ark. Which we had quite a lot of fun with, yeah. Uh, but it, it actually runs a lot better. Like the frame rate is isn't twelve, <laughs> um, so that's quite nice. Yeah, um, yes. Yeah, saying something something runs better on console than Arc isn't really saying anything, uh, to be honest. But it does. It, this this runs fine, um, considering it's a sort of big open worldy survivally game. Uh, you start off being uh, saved from crucifixion by Conan the Barbarian. I don't know why any Conan. of this is happening. There's just, there's apparently a story of some description, but I'm not sure about that. Uh, but basically, yeah, you walk down a path and then you're out into the world. It's got that rock hard thing in arc where um, you know you come around a corner and something will just eat you. Uh, that nice. can happen at any moment. Um, I think it's a little bit less cutthroat than Ark in that uh, with Ark, what, when you come around the corner, it is invariably a, like a dinosaur, um, and you, you you know you're not getting away. It's all over. Whereas you're dead. with this, you feel like Badger. You, you know at, at least you, you can survive in combat, and if not, then you can probably outrun whatever's attacking you. Um, so yeah. It, uh, a couple of times, if you die, you get the death point. You got to go back and get your stuff. And I got attacked by some hyenas, um, and they just wouldn't fucking leave. So I just had to keep going back there, um, and slowly, <laughs> slowly stab all of these hyenas to death, dying over and over again. It, it really reminded me of Ark in that sense. Yeah. Um, I eventually got my stuff back, but yeah, it's uh, it's got like the rust thing with the uh, with the, with the, the building, and it's just it's one of those games. You can play it online with friends. Uh, I don't know how if there's like PvP aspects. I haven't really looked into it that that far. Um, I've been making my way across the map, finding various abandoned cities and stuff. It's quite cool. Like. Uh, I appreciate the day-night cycle. They seem to have done a sort of uh, 70-30 split there where it's not nighttime as long as it is daytime as standard, yeah. which I much prefer. Um, and yeah, it's fine. The combat's all right. It's got sort of blocking mechanics. The crafting's fine. Like, stuff just pops up and you can craft it. You don't need to build, like, a table or anything like that. Um, 
if you've got the shit for it, then you, you're away. And that extends to if you open a chest, then that becomes part of your main inventory. So you can kind of just use anything in there as well. Yeah, uh, I was very, very quickly able to clothe myself and get a shield and a sword and a bow and, and arrows and stuff. So, um, yeah, and then it's got a save point system where you can build a, a bedroll out of leaves at any point, and if you pop it down, then that saves your progress where you are. So, um, yeah, it's pretty good quality of life stuff. The actual the actual UI, the actual menus are, are dog shit. It's clearly a PC game, um, and they haven't really they haven't <laughs> no, really shortcut it very yeah. well. In that, yes, you're loaded into a menu and. Um, each button does something different in terms of shortcutting, but that isn't necessarily consistent across different menus. So you're essentially just going to constantly look at the bottom of the screen for the like controller key layout thing, and uh, that makes it kind of pointless. Uh, you might as well just D-pad about and hit X on stuff. So yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. I quite I quite like it. I quite like this game. It's quite fun. Um, the animation and everything's like pretty reasonable and whilst it's sort of pretty low poly because you know it, it's a it's doing a lot of stuff uh it, it doesn't look horrible and it runs quite nice so yeah i i haven't played it with anyone else yet um these sorts of games are not the sorts of games that i will play on my own yeah. for very long um, I don't really see the point of doing anything on like unless you're sort of building up a, a sort of civilization with a friend kind of thing. Yeah, it look, uh, it I looks mean, like you can recruit, um, like uh, you can like recruit people and sort of build a bit of a force uh, nice. of actual like AI counterparts and stuff. Oh, okay. So that could be could be quite fun. Looks like there's some maybe some flying about and stuff as well. And um, do I need to install this then? Um. I don't know. You might get a kick out of it. You know, it's it, it certainly if if you're off for the week and you're looking for games to play, then it's probably worth installing. It it is, uh, I believe, a hundred gigabytes on the wow. PS4. Okay, um, but then there's a lot of stuff, isn't there? So, yeah, fair dues. There's a lot of content. You know? It's worth a go for free, isn't it? As part Big of your game. subscription or whatever. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? eh? Given so that's uh, yeah that's basically what I've been playing. The only other thing I've been playing um, a fair whack of, uh, working my way through, is Alan Wake, which was added to Game Pass um, on the Xbox, and uh, I always quite enjoyed that game first time round. I've always been a Remedy fan, uh, and this was quite a fun sort of Twin Peaks esque, um, very linear sort of horror story game yeah. uh, from those guys. He's living uh, the book of... or writing the book or something like that. You he know. is the book. Yeah. Ah, he, he's a book. Whatever's going on. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a... there's I, I'd, <laughs> This game... I, I'm not sure that this is a particularly good game, but I really like the style of it and the writing and yeah. that. It's, uh, it's quite cheesy, but it knows it and it tries... It, it wants to be for the most part. So, um, yeah, it, it plays pretty well still uh the the combat can be frustrating in that you're kind of surrounded some of the times but uh it gives you some fun weapons you know you've got to burn all the darkness off of enemies before you can kill them so it's a lot of shining your torch at people and yeah and then shooting them um but you know flares and flashbangs and stuff kind of become quite a fun weapon in that respect like a flare gun becomes more powerful than an assault rifle when you you know because it's a weapon that 
emits light and yep. also can kill them. So yeah, wow. it's quite fun. I think I'm halfway through already. I think it's only like a 10, 12 hour campaign, this thing, but um, it's been quite fun playing back through it. And the missus had never seen it before. So she's been kind of interested in, yeah. uh, in it. It's, it's a, definitely uh, an intriguing game, I would say. Yeah, it's something a bit different, and uh, that's something Remedy always did well. There's there's those um, those like little shows or sort of a send up of the Twilight Zone, um, various televisions you find, and there's these little five minute skits that they've done. They're sort of semi animation, semi clearly the development team like in a room in their office, and then like dubbed over the top with stupid voices and stuff. It's it's just quite fun, like. The writing's purposely like clunky Stephen yeah. King nonsense, but yeah, it's cool. I like it. It's a fun nice. game and good soundtrack. Like it does it in chapters and then plays a song at the end of each section and goes and then sort of cuts and like previously on Alan Wake and stuff. And some of the songs are quite funny. Friend of the, the podcast Bob sent me a message when he saw I was playing it just with the just with the sentence you put the lime in the coconut because that's like the first <laughs> the first song that that you hear in the games um it's pretty cool so yeah nice Alan Wake buddy there that's, you go uh, that's what I've been playing that's some games right there buddy Gibbons buddy uh oh we need to much. play some uh Minecraft Dungeons at some point that's out now isn't it yeah it's out right meow I've had it installed for some weeks, but yes, uh, it is now. Me too. <laughs> uh, they really need to. They need to highlight which games are pre. You're preloading on Game yeah. Pass because they don't really at this no. point. It's you just go on there and it's like, rank. oh, yeah, and then what? you can't play it. Yeah. Well, not the best. Anyway, um, I got some other stuff to talk about. Go for it. Yeah. Fucking uh, wild, buddy. Yes. Uh, firstly, console watch. Console watch, exclamation mark. Here we go. Um, What's happening in the world of consoles? Uh, not enough to satisfy anyone's curiosity, in my opinion. Uh, um, this has become some sort of fucking who blinks first competition, I believe, in terms of... Uh, with E3 not being a focal point, uh, all, all bets are off rules-wise in the rules of engagement between Sony and Microsoft, and you start to wonder who is going to announce anything first. Uh, obviously, Microsoft, they've, they've they've announced a fair old whack of stuff so far. They've, we, we've seen the actual fucking console, which is nice. Um, then, obviously, like down like a sack of shit, the uh, alleged gameplay reveals of various games that are coming out. Um did nothing, in my opinion, to satisfy, <laughs> to, to show the power of the console or uh, show me any reason to buy it uh, yeah. in terms of the uh, the various stuff that's coming out on it. Underwhelmed. Um, absolutely. Or Meanwhile, uh, Sony have shown absolutely fuck all except a controller, a very long presentation from Mark Cerny. Um, and a tech demo not even running on the actual platform. So yeah, between them, fucking good work, everyone. Uh, yeah, they've Series X, it. Series X. Uh, the fast resume stuff looks really cool. Uh, they've been talking about that this week. Uh, a matter of seconds between various different games. Certainly, as far as like uh, current sort of current gen games, you could run like up to four of them at once and switch between them in a matter of seconds, uh, literally from pause menu yeah, to pause menu. But if they have but, any kind of online aspect then you're fucked. 
Yeah, exactly, and they all do, so you are fucked, so that's pointless. But yeah, you can switch between <laughs> stuff. I don't really understand why anyone would give a fuck about that. I don't care about whether I, I can go between no, one I game or like, another. It's happened a couple of times yeah. um, in the lifespan of the PS4 where I'm like, oh shit, that's... I'm I can... I'm backing GTA single player, and then the other day I quit like F1. Um, I, I I turned it off halfway during a practice session. Turned it back on. I was like, oh, I'm I'm still in my practice session. It's not like I purposely do it. You know, I don't like yeah. Turn it off and be like, oh yes, I can carry on exactly from that point next time. <laughs> yeah, it's no. Still- it strikes no. me as something that would have been lovely this generation with our fucking mechanical hard drives. But if if it only takes three seconds to load <laughs> to any load game, then who cares it. whether yeah. it's running in the background or not? What difference does it make? Yeah, but like, you can carry on from the exact point where you were, buddy. Yeah. I don't care. I, no. can, I can just I can just load a save game and be in that thing fifteen seconds later. Like, yeah, totally. It's not a reason to drop five hundred quid. Um, no. Obviously, the the power of the the power of the soft of the of the hardware is is you know relatively impressive, um, and that's that's your selling point. I'm just talking about features and possible reasons. Oh, to, yeah. to to jump in, um, and they're in short supply, in my opinion. But Series X certainly looks like I don't know. People people are saying because of the teraflops thing, the fact that it's got. 12 point something and the PlayStation's got 10 point something that mm. the Series X is more powerful. Uh, other people are saying that um, the PlayStation the is capable speed, of... Yeah, hard drive speed is like two and a half gigs a second quicker and that Which that will bridge the gap. Um, I think really what you're probably going to be looking at is fuck all between them, really. Um, yeah. However, if... You know, it depends. I mean, I feel like uh, SSD speed is not something that is going to need to be sort of hard engineered and really delved into by development teams. So uh, unlike a sort of mid-cycle uh, uptick uh, like we've had with the Pro and the X, yep, um, it's not something that you have to worry about the developers taking the time to invest time into like making a game look better it's just gonna run quicker because the storage is quicker yeah um so in theory that across the two platforms they're not gonna have to really delve like that far into making that work for them it just will um because it's there because it's there (laughs) um lots of interesting stuff i've been watching quite a lot of stuff and um was watching a an engine developer uh was watching the um, the the original Mark Cerny thing, and he was yeah. saying how um, was this the EA one or something? I can't remember. Uh, no, I, can't, I can't remember. I think he yeah, he used to work for EA. I think yeah. this dude. He was saying like um, how the PC dudes always go on like bang on about how they've got more power, which they do. Um, but was also saying that if you're creating a game for PC, then from the very beginning, you're thinking about the limitations of people with shit PCs. Yeah, of course. Because you have to scale the whole thing up or down, often the start from a shittier point. 
um, yeah. rather than the best point because and it's soul destroying having to scale back various features because it has to run on a fucking you know it doesn't matter how much you've spent on your PC some asshole has a piece <laughs> of shit and it has to run on that as well yeah um, my whereas- son's got my 10 year old computer with a new graphics card in it it's got to run on that you know what I'm saying Exactly. Whereas a baseline system, aka console, yeah. um, bam, went from the your, very start yeah. of the development process. You know you're got. like, this is what I've got, and Everyone's from an artistic standpoint, that tends to mean that's why often you'll get stuff like Horizon or Uncharted, where it's like, fucking, that looks really like. But what about now with the whole, <laughs> you know, every Xbox game runs on every Xbox. Kind of yeah. thing like well again what? it's seen as a massive advantage but you start wondering if actually it puts Sony at an advantageous position in that they don't necessarily have to to play that game they don't necessarily have to worry about but surely the, they look like massive cunts I don't know it depends what you're after doesn't it like <laughs> yeah would you would you rather have uh, a new Series X game that you could run on an S or would you, uh, as a PS4 gamer, would you rather have a PS5 game that doesn't run on PS4 but looks fucking amazing? Well, and if I like, have the highest console, I want it to be the shit. I want it to run yeah. as well as best as it can on that platform. End of. I, I couldn't yeah. give a fuck about Numpty over there with his shit heap or whatever. So what you want on. is a PS5 exclusive, not a PS, not a, not a PS game that will run on PS5 and PS4. You want a yeah. PS5 exclusive that doesn't have to worry about old architecture and therefore can fucking blow the doors off. Like that's what you're after. Um, and Xbox in saying that this a Series X game has to run on an Xbox One S. I feel like that, this is just making it harder for developers. Well, it's making like it you more say. PC. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, at least they, they've only got, like, you know, two or three um, set yeah. designs or, you know, infrastructures or whatever the word is for whatever yeah. they are. <laughs> but you are talking Builds. about removing that yeah. unique selling point of the consoles where the developers can just focus on a single platform. Um, yeah. And you start getting to the stage where everything's being built to a mid a sort of mid baseline and then there are options in terms of, like texture settings and yeah and so on i don't know anyway it's a tough thing i I, I want with a console i want it i want everything to run at 60 at 4k like fucking just do it that's all i want well it looks like that too much to ask i don't i don't know (laughs) i don't know so I don't know if these consoles are power enough, powerful enough. Uh, the question, are these consoles powerful enough to run all existing video games at 4K60? Mm. Are they? I think I so. I think so. I think the Series X has got the beans to run yeah, every, you'd think so. every Xbox game at, at 4K60. It looks like it does. Um, you, you'd only be able to install about three of them with the terabyte storage that you get with it, and, uh, um, and you can drop another hundred and fifty quid or whatever it's going to be to uh, to get, get another another five hundred gig of storage. Yeah. Um, PlayStation, oh, by the way, shipping like with eight hundred and twenty uh, gigs yeah. as standard. 
It's not enough this day and age. It's fucking tiny. It's yeah. It's like with the you, OS. You remember on there when is... the 360 came out and you could buy the premium and it had 120 gigs of hard drive space. Holy <laughs> yeah. shit, boy! I got that. I was like, yes, I've got all the space. I I think I had the twenty gig one for quite some time, and then uh, was it twenty gig? Am I thinking later on? I think you're right. 20, it was twenty at, twenty at launch. The the three sixty. The, the biggest one was twenty. You could get a sixty. I don't know when that came in though. Ah, oh, no, it was, I'm getting it was, Yeah, because I remember one hundred and twenty. Oh. Then they released the arcade that had four gig. Yeah, that was pointless. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um... Uh, yeah, Series X. Just just to run through the the very brief little bit right. of gossip pre- that yeah. I've got. Um, the pre-order page for the Series X is now live uh, online. Yes, uh, I did see. Grayed out button just says coming soon. No details, no price, no way of doing anything at this moment in time, but it has been updated. At the same time, basically within like five hours of that, Sony updated their PS5 page as well. It just has a logo on it now as opposed to like coming soon or whatever. So mm. no news there either. Um, from a perspective of people talking, Phil motherfucking Spencer popped up on the Ridgey Phil Aim uh, gaming podcast, uh, which is really quite a fun podcast, by the way. Uh, he was the former uh, sort of uh, US CEO of Nintendo, uh, Reggie, and um, now, obviously, with rather a, a large number of industry contacts, has his own podcast. Of course um, he does. Phil motherfucking Spencer popped up on there, and uh, Reggie was asking, like, obviously, we haven't heard a great deal in the grand scheme of things, and there's no E3. Like, he's still on course for, for a holiday 2020 launch. And uh, Phil Spencer said, yes, absolutely. Fuck he yeah. says, uh, we're feeling really good about it. <clears throat> and uh, they've got, they believe that they have the supply to meet the demand of a worldwide release uh, this holiday season. So, uh, yeah. Sony said similar about a week ago. They released a statement saying, yeah, we're all good. It's going to be coming out in the... In uh, sort of Christmas time or whatever, so it looks like these are both going to launch sort of mid-November. You would imagine, and um, yeah, in terms of Xbox, that's basically all I've got. In terms of PS5, um, as I said, website updated. Uh, rumors that there is a new Silent Hill game in development that could be um, not a launch title, but certainly we might see some of. Obviously, not Kojima in any way, but Japan Studio. So uh, whilst Konami will probably publish this thing. There's a good chance that uh, you know it's not going to be an absolute shit show based on the people involved. Uh, but this could well be a, a, either a launch exclusive or you know it's, it'll be an exclusive. Just not sure when it's going to arrive. Yeah, um, it's probably going to be announced at this Sony event in June. Is the rumor? Uh, another rumor is GT7 has been kind of leaked by a Next Level Racing Instagram account. Uh, this is a, a sort of an esports team, and they said, "What uh, racing games are you looking forward to uh, in the coming year?" And they posted basically a big thing with like F one twenty twenty, Seto Corsa Competizione, and then there was a GT seven logo on there, which they very quickly <laughs> retracted and said, uh, "We don't know anything uh, about it." No, um, that's not happening. It's hardly a leak because obviously there's going to be that's a GT seven, but yeah. I don't know if anyone expected it to be like soon. So um, mm. they claimed that they were just using the logo which they found online and was like a mock logo, and they just the, their team just used it. Um, it was very very quickly 
uh, debunked that that logo was nowhere on the internet because you can you can just Google search <laughs> when stuff can. appears on and and that logo had never appeared anywhere on the internet before their post. Never seen so it, mate. They just never they just lied. It. They just lied yeah. to us because yeah. presumably they're terrified uh, yeah. because they've leaked GT Seven. So there well, you there go. was that thing about GT Seven a while ago when Sony were showing their like eight K TVs and they were running like a demo of GT Seven running in eight K. They're like, oh, no, 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 no. It's just a video. It's, it's just a video. It's just nothing. It's, it's not real. <laughs> it's like, sure. Okay. There wouldn't be many worse things than losing your job over uh, a game leak that everyone knew was coming. Yeah, anyway. that would be annoying. That would suck. Like, oh, yeah. come on. Everyone. There are worse ways to lose knows. your job, and we will get to that shortly. Oh, but okay. uh, uh, finally, on my PS5 gossip and news and bullshit, uh, Jeff Grubb of VentureBeat, uh, one of the few remaining game journalists, along with like Jason Schreier um, and Jim Sterling. There aren't many others. Um, most of them. Are We're just, here, uh, buddy. They're just adverts for uh, for video games, buddy. At this point, um, <laughs> we're adverts that... for really old video games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Play them once. They're amazing. Uh, Jeff Grubb said that the PS5 reveal event is going to be really, really exclusive and first-party heavy. There won't be many third parties there because apparently, and this is all speculation, uh, but apparently Sony is insistent that everything they show is actually going to be running on the PS5 hardware. They're worried about uh, all of the bullshit before. They've seen yeah. the, so- the Xbox event and like <laughs> the backlash from the fact that it was all just like CG. Um, and apparently, lots of uh, sort of big time publishers like I, I don't, I can't imagine who I'd be thinking of here. <laughs> Ubisoft um, <laughs> don't want to show any footage of their games uh, running on the actual PS5. They want to be running on PCs with the whole. Uh, representative footage, comparable power sort of thing. Sony sees this as uh, a really bad idea from a marketing standpoint and therefore you are likely to see basically a load of gameplay and fuck all else if this event on the 4th of June actually is a thing and does happen. Uh, they don't want any of this. The game is running in a PC environment but will be optimised for PS5 stuff. Yeah. Which is great. Um, yeah, or they shouldn't, in, they shouldn't in game be footage. commended. Shouldn't be commended for that. It should be the least we that fucking expect. But yeah. uh, at that's least the plan. they're doing it. Well, exactly. Maybe. Gibbons. Um, so yeah, have you got anything more to say before I move on to my tiny little smattering of news, buddy? Is there anything that you want to chip in with? Uh, after, after, uh, just a quick Google, uh, and yeah, fucking hell. The uh, 360 Premium was 20 gigs. There launch. you go. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was 120. I don't know. There was nothing I... to install on it. Arcade didn't come That's out until halfway true. through that console's life. So, you know, 20 gigs is more than enough for save games. Yeah. Lovely, lovely stuff. Anyway, yeah. Just fucking hell. Yeah. So I'm, I'm still continuing my uh, interest in... Uh, Next gen and PCs. I've been watching a lot of PC build oh, videos and stuff. Still looking at PCs, hovering about, but I'm keeping my options open uh, because oh, you know. before this this pandemic, um, my options were I don't have enough money to fork out on anything, and now now it's like well I am one of the lucky ones or unlucky ones 
depending <laughs> on your, your standpoint. Yeah. In, what in you I'm in do? F- still yeah. full-time employment at this there moment in time. Uh, but I can't spend my money anymore because I'm not allowed outside. So yeah. um, that has allowed me to <laughs> basically pay Stash. off my, my debts yeah. and uh, and squirrel some money away for, for next-gen gaming or a gaming PC, buddy. Um, and yeah, I... I've I've yet to see any reason why anyone should buy the new consoles, but I hope that uh, I hope that that changes in the coming it's, weeks. It's all just the exclusives, buddy. I think that's the main main swing of things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't really know. I don't know what it's, to say. It's uh, the, the ease of life and the exclusives. Yeah, and I mean, also it's, it's, it's a big step up from my base PS4 and my fucking Xbox One S. It, it is a big leap in graphical quality. Yes, uh, finally. To the new systems. I've realised that. Um, but I tend to kind of want exciting new things you're, rather you're than just the guy that You don't care about graphics anymore, exactly. though, buddy. Exactly. You couldn't give, give a fuck. fuck. You could play, like, Micro Machines and be happy yeah. with it. I was thinking when I was playing Toybox Turbos, I wish I was playing Micro Machines. <laughs> See? This is what yeah. I'm saying. And like for the past couple of years you're like you've you've been you've been going down this road. Like I don't care about things being the best or whatever. It's not the important thing. And that just makes me think just, you know, get a mid range PC, it'll run stuff fine. Like my like four hundred, five hundred quid PC smashes the shit out of everything it's it does the job just just get that i, I have been looking at pcs and you haven't you haven't got to worry about it you haven't got to spend loads of money i think i probably do need to spend a fair bit of money to be to be happy with what i, I, get I would say 800 pounds on a pc agreed and you would be happy days mate yes yes and I that would. would that would last you and then every now and again you just like pop something new in there You're like oh lovely yeah However, I don't think everyone else on a game night would do that, so I'll be stuck no. playing old gen consoles. Um, the, the consoles look like they're going to be at least three hundred quid cheaper than than that eight hundred pounds. So that's it's true. Not, it's not easy. It's not easy. But at the moment, it's just like, well, what's going to give me exciting new experiences that I'm going to enjoy? Exactly. Is it, is it, is it a slightly? Is it a more powerful version of what I already have, or should I pick up a PC and suddenly I can play sim racing, strategy games, all sorts of stuff? Yeah, where can I spend well. hours on end looking for really shitty games that I probably won't enjoy? Exactly. Well, that's Game Pass, but... <laughs> that um. is Game Pass. <laughs> um, I, yeah, no, there's, there's so many fucking options. Uh, well, there's two, really. Um, but there's so many variables within those options that need yeah. weighing up. And it, uh, yeah, like luckily, I'm in a position where I can have both. And I am, you know... That's that's lucky. I'm happy about that. Um, Absolutely. Whereas other people, like yourself, is uh, you're choosing one or t'other, which Absolutely. And you're right, it is two options, fun. because with the peripherals and everything that I've got, unless yeah, man. Sony come out and say nothing you have will work with our new system, which I don't believe is going to happen. I then, don't know. I feel like they, they could. They've, they have previous... I tell you what, from where I'm standing right now, if they come out and tell me my wheel isn't going to work with the PS5, Ooh. then that... that that PC starts looking rather, rather cheeky. It works with the PC. It does. You know? And you, you <laughs> can kind of use your VR with it in some way. I need, well. a, I need a Ryzen, don't I, really? Um, Let's get Ryzen, mate. Ryzen. Hasn't got to be a great one. 
3600 yeah if you want yeah that dude bang that I'd in have, there I'd have to drop 300 on a graphics card I'd have to you don't have to I do My, you can get mine for 100 quid now I'd have to spend just saying it's 200 pound cheaper if you're building a new PC from scratch, the difference between <laughs> the difference between five hundred and fifty quid and eight hundred quid yeah. is, is as as much as fucking two years of life on that system. It's possibly it's stupid not to spend the extra at this. But moment if you in don't time. have the money, yeah, it's not about so. it's it's not just about that. It's about how much you're willing to spend, and it's also yeah, about how, how much you're willing to spend on a, something that's going to be obsolete instantaneously. It's uh, it's but a much I, trickier I proposition like than the, the console. The PS4, like I mean, I bought the Pro because I thought the PS4 was balls. Um, by that point, by what was it, three, four years in, I'm like, yeah. this is this is terrible. And yeah, I, I bought the upgraded upgraded version. Um. So, yeah, it is. I don't know. I, I feel like upgrading components every four years is fine. I'm happy Yeah, and I to. suppose with the rise in architecture, that is an option. Yeah, totally. Given. Well, much to ponder. But, Indeed, uh, buddy. For now, we'll move on to just a, a <laughs> yes. few little tidbits that I've got. Firstly, this one, which is really fun. Um, Man United is suing Sega and Sports Interactive for allegedly infringing their trademark in Football Manager by using their name and also for not using their badge. Uh, this is despite uh, Sports Interactive, A, uh, they've been doing this since 1992 without any complaints from Manchester United. B, yeah. Uh, United has repeatedly praised the game over the years with positive press statements, including current manager Ole Gunnar Solskjaer recently saying it was a fantastic game, uh, fantastic as well as game. Sega sending free copies of the game to Man United and its players every year since they bought uh, Sports Interactive. Uh, and C, Man United regularly asking Sports Interactive for access to their interactive database to help scout future signings. There you go. Yeah. Uh Man United saying that the lack of a club badge next to the Man United name amounts to wrongful use. Right. Uh, plus, promoting the use of patches uh, for Football Manager is uh, basically uh, normalising and suggesting further infringement on their copyright. Cool. Um, Sega and Sports Interactive's lawyer said uh, is said to be basically fucking baffled by this. Um <laughs> They are saying that Man United are trying to prevent legitimate competition in the games industry and stifle freedom of expression. This is very strange. I don't it's know what's happening. Very weird. Um, um, I don't well, know. Obviously, 18 years later, they're like, uh, yeah, no, we're not happy with this. I don't get it. No, I don't sorry, understand. 28 Perhaps, years later. Yeah, 18. I mean, this is this is copyright law, so perhaps a friend of the podcast, uh, the Octopizzle, might be able to weigh in and, and give mm. us a hand with this. But um, it strikes me that at this point, after all this time, and basically, you know, you, if you want to, you can search for lots and lots of instances where Manchester United as a football club has has actively promoted and praised Football Manager. They've held events in years gone by for Football Manager, and they haven't done anything different this time. It's the same as it's always been. Um, I don't understand. It's really strange. And as someone who obviously grew up in the 90s and therefore completely hates Manchester United, uh, I find this very, very funny. Um, (laughs) 
So there, so there we are. Uh, this will run and run, and we'll uh, we'll keep you posted on that one. Uh, it sounds like the lawyers, obviously in lockdown, not very much to do. Uh, Getting a bit bored. Like one of them started up playing football managers. Like, hey, whoa, whoa, where's the on. badge? Where's yeah. the fucking hey, boys? We've got something here. Are they paying us for this? What? Yeah. What? Clown shoes. There we are. Um, elsewhere, uh, Days of Play from Sony has some good offers. Just thought I'd mention it. Several first-party titles sub twenty quid, including like Days Gone, Horizon, Last of Us, um, and uh, multiple retailers are as part of that sort of promotion. They're selling PSVR with the ones uh, for sub sub two hundred pounds. Um, bearing, bearing in mind the ones were sort of seventy quid. Seventy pounds, uh, which is insane. Um, I think they're but, still in like shortage. I think I think you might be right. This didn't bother me again. Um but yeah, like one nine nine for PSVR with two ones and a camera and a couple of games is, is a pretty good deal. Possibly a bit of a gamble before they confirm the headset's integration with PS five if you're planning on picking one up. Uh but a good price for something very fun if yes. you if you're interested. Mm-hmm. Um it's there for you. Um so that's that. Uh, moving on to uh, Cosmic Dad in our Discord this week, buddy. So the jfgpodcast.co.uk for the link to our Discord, or you can find it it's on our there. Twitch or YouTube. Uh, Cosmic Dad said, uh, "Which uh, pop quiz? Which game?" and posted a uh, the intro video to Catch the Pigeon. Um, <laughs> Spider Man. He's going for Spider Man. GTA Four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's a toughie. Assassin's Creed? Or, no, that was Flags, wasn't it, in Assassin's Creed rather than See, Pigeons? I'm seeing, you know, the where you went for with Spider-Man, I was like, okay, like the, the chase missions where yeah. you just always fuck it up and hit into countless building. buildings and it goes yep. to itself. And I was just trying to think of other, you know, uh, games with chase mechanics in it and yeah gta good shout yep uh, i don't know w- was there an actual catch the pigeon game just gonna put it out there I no i mean there was, was a, there was a wacky there was a, races game. yeah i was gonna say there's a wacky races one but uh, that stick dastardly in a different franchise of course exactly um, as we all know <laughs> so. we, uh, everyone knows that <laughs> that game was great by the way wacky races yeah. on the dreamcast uh that game looked amazing because it actually looked like a cartoon, like Cuphead, which I still haven't Cuphead. played. Cuphead. Well, yeah, no. Why no. is that not on Game Pass? What the fuck? Is it not? No. Bring me Bill Gates. What's going on? <laughs> um, yeah. That's really dumb. Uh, put us out of our misery there, Cosmic Dad. Is it? Is it Spider-Man? Have you taken the plunge? Oh, that dog's getting a very low score out of 10 from me, buddy. Barking no. away outside. Fucking dogs. Uh, finally, from me, uh, did you hear about the Formula E controversy? What is this? Okay, so <laughs> Formula E has been running virtual races, much like Formula One, uh, right. except theirs are kind of sort of semi-official in that they've oh. roped in every driver. Um, right. They're doing like an official thing. It's sponsored, like all the Love teams the are involved. Heineken um, getting involved. Involved with that, weren't they? Yeah, love yeah. that. So this has got all the proper challenge. graphics and the proper commentary team, and you know all that sort of thing. Dario Franchitti involved, and so on. Um, 
Anyway, so uh, during the race this weekend just gone, um, race driver Daniel Abt uh, seems to be doing rather well, suspiciously so, uh, and several other drivers on their live streams uh, suggested he might not be driving. This was further reinforced <laughs> by the fact that um, on his live stream, Daniel Apt, uh, there was a sort of like a tripod with a little sort of shelf on it, kind of obscuring his face so you couldn't really see him. Nice. Um, and after the Formula E team contacted the powers that be and traced the IP <laughs> of Daniel Apt, uh, they found yeah. that indeed he was not driving. It was uh, not him. Right. He'd employed a ringer, an esports driver, seventeen-year-old, yeah. to drive for him, um, <laughs> and I, I don't know what I expected to happen after that. But what actually happened was um, he was firstly ejected from the race. Uh, he was banned from taking part in future races. He was then fined ten thousand euros by the <laughs> by the Formula E regulatory commission, who said right. he had to pay it to a charity of his choice. Uh, he then released a statement saying it was like it was just a joke. He was going to be revealing on a video on his YouTube channel for his fans. He didn't mean any offence, and it's just a game. Yeah. And then Audi suspended him from actual <laughs> Formula E, and there is a suggestion that he has been sacked. Uh, Audi released a statement saying, Integrity, transparency, and consistent compliance with applicable rules are top priorities for Audi. This, they appro- are. this applies to all activities the brand is involved in without exception. For this reason, Audi Sport has decided to, su- to suspend Daniel Apt with immediate effect. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, since then, several drivers have come out and said... Um, this is fucking ridiculous. This is a video game. Surely this uh, is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, what video game drivers, are they playing? F1? Uh, or I think it's, it's it R-Factor. I, okay, R-Factor, okay. It's either R-Factor or iRacing with yeah. a full Formula E yeah, yeah. mods and so on on there. And um, as I said, proper sponsorship and so on. Yeah, no. Um, it's, I can kind of see some of... The penalties that he's, you know, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it, it was quite obvious, really, looking at it, that he probably wasn't driving the thing because he he's been he's been hopeless, uh, and then suddenly he came like third. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, several Formula E drivers are now refusing to take part in any future events in protest of this decision because they think. Because the, and and I quote, "It's just a game," said uh, yeah. Antonio Felix da Costa, who's a sort of it's, prominent. Um, it's not real. Formula E driver. I can see both sides. I think that the problem here is that because this is so unprecedented, because a lot of people are really angry at the drivers. Like I watched the virtual Grand Prix at the weekend, the Formula One, and yes, I've it was like bumper it. cars, like Charles Leclerc, like bumping into. But yeah, but he no, he it wasn't a real the- Formula One driver. And he's playing a fucking video game. Like, who's gonna? He's who's gonna slamming take it into less? the walls. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's just like, oh, it's all right. I'll just bump off that wall. I can just yeah, go but faster it's, if it's I a do that. game. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, like, he doesn't care because he no. drives a he drives a Ferrari for millions of pounds, and this is a fucking <laughs> shit video game. He's and just having fun. Yeah. So there's a massive disconnect here between what the fans perceive 
uh, to be happening in that they are everyone's just gagging for fucking something to watch anything and, yeah. and so that people are taking it far more seriously than perhaps they should but then we've got uh, teams I and did sponsors like it when cashing in proper cloak, though. that was quite funny <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> once the governing body and the sponsors are taking it seriously you have a disconnect between them and the drivers who aren't taking it seriously yeah and and that's a problem and that's why this has happened. Because Daniel Apt uh, didn't think that this was a big deal. He thought it was quite funny. Yeah. Because because it's a fucking video game and he drives and it a is real quite car funny. in what real life. Yeah. It is quite funny. Um, yeah. But people are livid. And um, Audi, they see it as proper representing their brand. And, and yeah. then, yeah. I don't know. It's quite. Fu- I think it's funny, but uh, I'd imagine Daniel App doesn't at this point. I hope they reinstate him. <laughs> yeah, um, me too. Because it was so obvious. It was. Cl- it was a. It was a fucking stupid joke. It was a stupid joke. Yeah, it was far far less like disingenuous than the 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 Lando Norris thing a few weeks ago for the Indy car, where the dude like had a <laughs> had a paddy about the way he overtook them and then came out the pits and binned him out the race on purpose, like. Again, yeah. it's a video game. Who cares? Game. But that yeah. guy's definitely a cunt, isn't he? <laughs> like, whereas, whereas, <laughs> whereas, whereas, this is just you know stupid and a joke. But yes, there we are. Agreed. That's me, buddy. That's everything I've got. Yeah, do you, that's have you anything it, really. to add? No, I don't think so. Um, stashing some money together to buy some games coming up, I guess. Really. Mm. It's Last of Us, not too far so. off. Ghost of yeah. Tsushima. As a, I've now been told that's how it Possibly is. Assetto Corsa Competizione. Yeah, still no footage of any still don't kind. Know. And the fact yeah. that there's no pre-order as well doesn't bode well. Everyone do um, me a favour and search YouTube for Assetto Corsa Competizione console gameplay and then go to the video that pops up. Um, or one of the videos that pops up from Video Game Yearbook, who is a dude who is trying to claim masses of ad revenue by repeatedly posting PC trailers of Assetto Corsa and labelling them console, and then arguing in his comments with people who are saying it's not console gameplay. Um, (laughs) Fire up your ad blocker, buddies. Head to YouTube and downvote that fucker. (laughs) <laughs> straight away <laughs> he's, he's making life very difficult for me someone who is trying to find out stuff about that video game but, <laughs> um, yeah we may be interested in that we haven't seen any gameplay yet and and then f1 2020 as well which yeah i am looking forward to uh i am I'm also looking forward to the uh career mode in that which um, I don't, have we spoken about this at all? I don't um, know. Do we want to? I'm not sure. Care. Maybe a little bit, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's got this whole make your own team, and then it's yeah. got some management stuff, hasn't it? This time round. Yeah, you got a big old budget, and you have to spend it elsewhere uh, on your drivers, on your. Don't know your livery. I guess it's probably not on the livery, but you know, on your wind tunnel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it, it seems like a proper kind of um, management, like a sim management kind of game, as well as you know driving. Yeah, is, I mean, you know, basically it, they've got to the stage with the engine now where they can run the thing so well that they can start adding new features because they're not mm. having to focus so much on getting the thing to run properly, and that's how it feels. <laughs> that's why they've also added um, split screen. Uh, to this yes. one for, for some reason <laughs> I don't know why baffling uh, yeah. uh, hey ho but yeah, yeah. No, it does look interesting doesn't it 
Yeah, there's some games coming out. I'm excited. Gibbons, we'll be picking those games up. Uh, a rare foray into the world of full-priced video games for uh, JFG It's podcast. been a long time. Yeah, I can't remember the last full-priced game we bought. It was F1 um, last year. Are you taking the piss? That was the last time I bought a full-priced video game, yeah. F1 2019. That was last June. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. We're pretty careful. What with a money. year for games! Absolutely right. Yeah, <laughs> that uh, game of the year show was tricky business, but yeah, we, got there. we did something very nice. Well, um, yeah, there you go. That's, fuck uh, off, shall we? Fuck that's off like quarter to seven, mate, and I'm done, and I'm a bit pissed yeah. already. So I'm going to be absolutely twatted tonight. Yeah, I should probably have some dinner. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm feeling a bit fucked as well. Yeah. It's uh, it's all right. It's a it's a noodly stir fry thing, so I don't have to do any. Uh, it's just one of those years, mate. One of those boxes be... of veg, so I don't have yeah. to do any chopping. Um, just eat it out of the box. Keep... <laughs> yes, nibble away, stick your face in it. It's fine. Just spray it with bleach first, though. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. you know, and and UV radiation. Yeah. Like, yeah, cures it. So for what? <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, buddies. Uh, we'll be back next time, and uh, yeah, we hope oh, you have a nice uh, time. Oh, just quickly, I, hello. I'll, I'm gonna. I need to apologise for how this is edited because oh. I'm, I'm going to be doing it in audition. I haven't got my normal plugins and intro. I'm, I'm sure I can find the intro music. It'll be there somewhere. Um, but it might sound a bit different. I apologise for that. If it does, if it's better, let me know. And I'll do yeah. that every every week. If it's accidentally better, then uh, <laughs> then give us a shout, buddies. We'd love to know. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice too. Cool, buddy. Um, yeah, I'm out of here. Cheers, then. Bye. Thanks, then. <laughs> sure. Catch you next well. time, buddies. Until then, I've been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye. Farewell. You've been listening to the JFG Podcast with Ash and me, Alex. You can find us at www.thejfgpodcast.co.uk where you'll also find our Discord and Streetbeat if you want to get involved with the show. Our Facebook is forward slash the JFG Podcast and our Twitter handle is at the JFG Podcast. We're on all those video streaming sites too, buddies, from ChewTube to Twitch.tv forward slash the JFG Podcast to Mixer.com aka beam.fuckingpro we've got a ps4 community you can join just search the jfg podcast on there and we're also on google plus if that is how you choose to live your life thanks so much for listening buddies we'll catch you next time <laughs> <laughs>